Welcome to Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. Um, today's the day. We hit on this in one of the Hollywood Outsiders in the show today, but today's the day that the Demi Lovato docuseries debuts on YouTube. It's a four-part series. I'm not the biggest Demi Lovato fan in the world. I love her voice. I think she has an incredible sounding voice, but her story is what, you know, it's going to be the, I don't know. I feel like when you think about her in the future, her defining thing is going to be her story Yeah, because she's only 28 years old. She almost died two years ago of a heroin overdose. Yeah. Um, and we didn't know that that was heroin right away, did we? No. Was, nah. In fact, we're about to know a lot because this is one of those documentaries that's going to blow the doors off. And it's not, she didn't, you know, care about how she comes off. And everybody that was interviewed apparently was just so very raw, you know, great. honest and raw. Some of the interviews but, she's been given lately leading up to this uh-huh. sound like there's going to be more than just that incident. Yeah. Like the, the old disney stuff camp rock well of course that she's kind of dropped you start going when you start going down the path of why you're being self-destructive yeah you have to unpeel all those layers and yeah it's a search okay so um but she got not into trouble but there was some backlash and we knew there would be on sunday she did this cbs interview Mm -hmm. where she said well she's california sober and I had never heard that term before, but I knew it had to be something like this. And sure enough, I read further, and it's like she said she still smokes weed and drinks wine. Yeah. And she calls that California sober. So she dabbles in the lighter chemicals, I guess you would say. And because she doesn't think that complete sobriety is just, it's not going to work for her. Yeah. yeah. And I remember. Yeah, we call that a denial. Right. <laughs> I remember thinking she's going to have backlash from those in recovery. From people who've been there, who've tried to lie to themselves about that kind of thing. Right. Now, I don't have the kind of experience with it that you guys do. Um, so, in Are my you calling head, me an alcoholic? No, I'm not calling you anything. Because <laughs> I am. Well, well, I mean, that's what we are considered, recovering. Yeah, recovering. I don't call myself that, though. You know Murphy that? Doesn't, <clears throat> you're I mean, not everybody's comfortable different. calling yourself that. Well, I'm not going to call myself that. because it just, And that's just a personal thing. It doesn't mean that I, <clears throat> doesn't mean that I don't subscribe to 12-step and all that. I mean, I believe in it. That's what's helped me and saved me and all that kind of stuff. And it's the same reason that, you know, I think if, if Demi were going to any sort of a support group mm-hmm. or through inpatient treatment or anything like that, they're going to say, sorry, it's got to be total yeah. abstinence. I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that that is wishful thinking. And I know when I quit drinking, <laughs> somebody we used to work with literally four weeks after I had stopped drinking, and this was after all of my legal issues, um, said, well, you know, I mean, it's maybe it's just not, maybe it really wasn't that serious. I never saw you that way. You could at least do beer and wine. I'm like, no, I can't do any of that because you pick up where you left off. Yeah. You know? Do you remember that? Do you remember that one of my very dear friends that we used to go out to? Well, we still go out to dinner with them, but you used to have quite a few when we were having dinner and drinks with them. Oh, yeah. And she even said, Can't you just have beer? Yeah. Like, just get one glass of wine or one beer and don't go for the heavy stuff that you were drinking before. And I remember thinking, oh, she, she didn't ask that question. But you answered it perfectly like, no, I can't. I can't well, see, do it at all. And Murphy was smart enough not to try it. I, on the other hand. You did? I, on the other hand, Dabble? did do California sober. <laughs> did I, you? I guess for lack of whatever. Because, yeah. I, I didn't know that. I quit three times but the third time it stuck mm-hmm. the other Which two times it lasted months and then it was like okay i got this 
let me have a beer or two because I can I can Just control this now that I know I had a problem and it doesn't work. You, you like Murphy says, you pick up where you left off. It ramps up a heck of a lot quicker. It does. It's than crazy you, than you it? did originally, yeah. and then you're back in the same boat. So, are you? Uh, it is did, it the thing that is it that you're lying to yourself? Is that what it is? Yeah, you think you got control, and obviously you don't. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know, Demi. It's her situation. Right. Maybe mentally, whatever, she's better capable to deal with it. But mm-hmm. if 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 it happened. I you know I can't yeah. I can't mess with it again. The, yeah, the the odds are if you have an issue with it, you're not going to be able to dabble. dabble. And, and and it's also not that's worth the, the risk. See, that's the whole part of the you know of the of the process. And look, I don't I certainly don't judge anybody who's asked me those questions because as Sam can tell you, the first thing that we learn is the external circumstances don't matter. It's up to us. We have to decide what we're going to do and not do. Mm-hmm. So there's really no, you can't blame anybody because that's, again, part of the whole recovery program. It's uh-huh. about denial. It's about acceptance. It's about all of those things. And, and you know, if you, and the thing is, I don't want to say you ever master that because you do it one day at a time. You know right. what I mean? And so that's why. Good. And it's really where there's sometimes I don't mind saying alcoholic and otherwise. There are other times I don't. It just depends yeah. on what fits me. Mm. The most important thing is that I still, I treat myself every day uh, in a way that I know that that is who I am. And then it's just not something that I'm going to, I want to mess with. I may want to from time to time, but uh, you know, it, it's. It was really weird. It was tough at first when people would ask me that because I would get a little mad because I was still dealing with it myself. But now I realize, it, I mean, it, it's it's my thing to manage, whether people become uncomfortable, whether they get, you know, frustrated or, well, I, just, well, I didn't want to be around him. He does, If somebody doesn't want to be around me because I don't drink, then I probably don't need, a, need to be around them anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's if right. So, and... As Jody likes to say, which is true, drunk doesn't look good on anybody. It doesn't. <laughs> At any time And the ever. thing is, I didn't know that until I oh, really? straightened up. And now when I see drunk, and it's like, oh, God, I was like right. that. Yeah. Oh, wow. You guys were, yes. <laughs> it's funny because I don't. I can't understand where you guys are coming from because I've never had that problem. I've not, I've, I guess, you know, I've never had that problem with alcohol or drugs. I've never done drugs, but um, I've. <laughs> I've had alcohol, and there's something in me that when I do have drinks, even when I would have them with you guys back when you guys used to drink and you would just, like, you guys would rip it up, <laughs> I always realized, okay, I need to stop. Like, mm-hmm. I can't I can't drink anymore at, right now. I wish. I'm lucky that I have that switch. Yeah, see, I wish I had that. I mm-hmm. honestly... And, and, I you need know, to stop and order I, water I'm and not going I'm obvi- to. I'm not going to do it again. Good. It's not worth it. But it's like it does, it is frustrating to know that if I go to a a tailgate that I can't just be smart enough to have two or three and go on my way because I can't. Mm. I mean, maybe I could pull it off once or twice, but I know where it's going to go. It's already done that a couple times. And that to me, it's frustrating, but it's like, it's just a little, when you think about the big picture, it's like, oh, well, I can't drink beer at a tailgate. Uh-huh. You still have yeah, a lot I'm still of the alive. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And um it, it's so funny because I don't I don't think I ever saw a limit. It took something stopping me every if I rewind all the things that I've ever you know when I was drinking that it was either wow man I'm so I can't have any more beer cuz I'm too full <laughs> or 
even worse with hard alcohol they they just there never seemed to be the stopping point there i never was, really never was too right, full. it's just like i mean it, it, the stopping point was i couldn't speak i passed out or whatever it was that i was doing you know mm-hmm. but it, but yeah i didn't i didn't have that thing but here's something that you said a second ago jody that i think is what so many people don't i don't want to say so many people some people don't realize is when you say i never really i never tried drugs and the whole reason that they say don't do that in the first place is because there are certain drugs out there that have nothing to do with your predisposition to being an addict or not some of them just are plain addictive and they know opioids are that way and heroin you shoot yourself up with heroin one time you're hooked that's not a personality trait. You don't have a gene that decides whether you're not. And, and so right. that's why flirting Scary. with that can be the worst. And, and, and as I understand it, I mean, that one is one of the, the worst when it comes to just it's it's really it's celebrated, maybe the wrong word, but they're certainly easily it's easily accessible to the celebrity world. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, it's. Yeah. And, and we've heard many, many times over 60, 70 years, artists, singers, actors, actresses who have succumbed to everything surrounding that, it just becomes a downward spiral. And they didn't intend on doing anything more than just experiencing something. And that's the real danger about it. The ones that you, that are absolutely immediately addictive to any human being, period, are the ones that open the door to really, really bad things. And I think what they say is the, the reason they call the others gateway drugs, and this is the reason that the, California sober term or whatever <laughs> is, uh, at least in my opinion, again, this is my opinion, um, is is not wise, is because if you are seeking that sort of relief from a substance, then you're, you're prone to take one more step and one more step. In to other words, you're tempting fate. Or to, or yeah. to numb right. feeling, whatever right. she's trying to do. Right. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, you know, to me, Using something else as an example, if I'm really trying to lose weight, but somebody puts a puts a plate of fried chicken in front of me, I, it's a real test of my willpower. I know it's a different chicken. California chicken. I, <laughs> I know it's a different thing, but that is really that is what it is. And right, you know, I've gotten to the place where now. I I'm not going to go hang out at a bar. If somebody has a gathering and it's not a place that serves food, not that we could do that in COVID land anyway. Yeah, but I'm not going to. I'm just not going to do it. It, because un, it's unnecessary, and now yeah. I just don't really. The environment's just like, yeah. I don't know if you feel that way, Sam. It's just kind of, eh. yeah. I, I've yeah. there are things I have turned down because it's mm-hmm. like I can't put myself in that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can go there and stand there and hold my diet coke and ha ha ho ho. But as the evening progresses and everybody it, goes it, downhill, it and I'm still you. holding the diet coke, and it's like I got to get out of here because. Mm-hmm. And when that's thing, where you need about, somebody else in your corner who knows what you're going through, like Murphy, that's where you guys have that in common. Yeah. Or like if friend. you're in AA or 12 Steps, you have a sponsor that sure. you can always fall right. back on. Yeah. The thing I don't get about Demi, and this is her business, not mine, is that you're going to put together this whole documentary and I talk know. about heroin and almost killed me and da 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 right. But I'm still California I know. sober. That's it's like it, it takes away the validity of everything you're trying to it accomplish. Does. And it's, she's lying to herself, and she doesn't know that yet. Yeah. She doesn't to, know it. She's doing it very publicly, which is difficult. I, I want to see it, though, and to, just to know where she's, where she's coming too. from. You know, um, it's, it's, it's weird, because even to talk about this, it's okay to have an opinion on it, but we mm-hmm. can't be on a high horse, because, no. again, that is part of 
the recovery yeah. process. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 the humility part. It's understanding that when you say that you're powerless over things, that's not a sign of weakness. Actually, I mean, I guess it is, but it's not a it's not weakness in a shame kind of way. It's 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 just an acknowledgement that this is just not something that I can manage. So it's a yeah. humility, and you know. So I mean, really, at the end of the day, and I just remind myself of this because I don't. I really, when I find myself talking about it too much, I get the, okay, well, today, I mean, it's good. I'm glad for what I've done at this point, and today, you know, my plan is for it to be the same way, but, I, you know, I don't want to be a, a preacher. I want to be a support, like Sam yeah. was saying. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of the, the sponsors, totally you know, to tell you, you know, it, 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 when you, and friends and those who have been through it before, they're not preaching to you. They are literally coaching you because they understand the same thing. They'll even they're tell you. They're in the you, same boat. Correct. Exactly. You know, and, and that's, that's the reason a sponsor and all that works so well is because they really are in the same place as you. So I guess um, when Sam and I hear something like this or anybody else who is, you know, been through the recovery processes and, and technically you're always in recovery, technically, um, that this is the logical reaction that we would have is to, when you yeah. hear somebody go, oh, and plus, you're worried about them. You know what I mean? It's like, with, yeah. with her, you know, if she is doing a 12 step, I don't know who's going to want to be her sponsor because you're somebody else who's California sober, I guess, because you don't do more work than the person as the sponsor that you have yeah, to follow. The person the has to do the work. They right. have to want it. Yeah, it's true. And if obviously she wants to do California, you know, a little, a foot in the pool, yeah, as her sponsor going, well, okay, or no, nah, thanks, right. find somebody else. She may be just like right. doing it all herself, True. which is what it sounds like. I have a question for each of you. It's kind of the reason well, vodka. The... Oh, <laughs> sorry, jump Teque- the gun there. Tequila. Tequila. Okay, no, that's not the question. For this huh? one. Yeah. Number one for Murphy. Did you know that when you first stopped drinking and those questions were posed, because it was such a difference. You understand, it was a. What happened for you that made you stop was such a difference, a marked before and after in your in our lives, in your life, that everything changed. You know, you we were, you know, doing whatever we wanted to do, going out with friends anytime yeah. we wanted to do, and there was alcohol in the house and used to make margaritas on a Thursday night and things like that. And a Monday, then, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Yes. And that got that all got stopped immediately. <laughs> So days it ended in why. What I'm saying is, <laughs> right. It changed my life too. Yeah. And so when that when those questions were asked of you about can't you just drink beer or whatever, I remember there were there was a period of time when I was hopeful that you could and that you would. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Because know it that. changed my life too. It's like yeah, we don't have alcohol in the house anymore. Yeah. Like I can't have a bloody mary on a Sunday anymore if I want to at home. I have to leave and go somewhere. Which is fine. I learned throughout this process that for me, I don't have to have it. You know, yeah. when we go out, to, I don't have to have it. But you, I can, is, and you, I do sometimes still if you, drink. But right, you could if you want wanted to. It's not that I'm telling you. I'm not going to do that to right, you right. in our house. I'm not going to bring it into the house. Right. That needs to be your safe place. That's what the patio is for. Right. Okay. That was my. I just didn't know if you knew that because I no, remember I thinking, man, maybe he'll just. This is the. You know, maybe I didn't know. Well, it, I was hopeful that you could. That's a that's very common thing. Incorrect. For, I know that it's incorrect. For family members, that's why Al-Anon exists. You know, right. it's that because that's a totally other, that's another set of things where you're understanding, okay, that's what makes it tricky is because, because it can't be about blame and it can't be about codependency. Everybody has to be able to make their own decisions. 
for what's right or not. The, the you know the the family members can't blame the person who stopped drinking because they stopped drinking, and that's a hard curve too. My mom, both my parents have now passed on. My, you know, my dad uh, was sober for thirty years. He actually just passed his thirty year anniversary, mm-hmm. what he called his other birthday, um, in, in October before he passed. And in the very beginning, as he was going through that, which is really crazy because my dad. My dad was much farther down the path. Well, it's funny. I'm going to say he was not farther down the path. Ah. Maybe that's not really true. From a health standpoint, he was farther down the path than me. But I did far worse than my dad ever did. And um, mm-hmm. so my dad never got into any legal issues. Okay. And um, well, I, w- I wouldn't label it as worse or yeah, what. but, just, but it's your but it's, yours was different than his. That's all. But, but I'm just trying to say it. You know, it's the outcome is the outcome. Sure. And um, but when he first when he first stopped. My mother had a tough time with that because right. she loved beer and it, she loved her occasional mixed drink. And, you know, that was and that's how they they partied every Friday night. In the end, they were partying a lot more than just Friday nights. But and how you know, many I mean, times alcohol does was the always marriage feeling. put a strain on someone's recovery? It's tough, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, just but, right. Because but, uh, you, you, if you come home from, you know. A program and you're different you're different the yeah. marriage is different well my mom took the better part of a year doing that to where she would they actually agreed that she would go you know stay with friends or something as long as she wasn't either going to drive back or something like that not stay with friends but like you know visit mm-hmm. if she was going to drink go socially or something right. like that there was there was a set of ground rules that they just agreed to right. and then eventually she stopped it's, I mean, a year later, and I never expected that to be the case either. But, she probably came to her own mm-hmm. sort of conclusion about it. Right. But, that's, really but that's very, very real. Mm-hmm. So what's your question for Sam? My question for you, Sam. Oh, if you don't, And you don't have to answer it. Yeah. But it's a very good topic of discussion. I think that addiction is America's dirty little secret, and it touches every family. I really do. What's it's, funny is when you find out certain every people family. Are, were an addict, mm-hmm. and you go, wow, really? That totally. straight-laced person? There's no family unaffected by this, yeah. one way or the other. No family. Um, <clears throat> my question for you is, going forward in your life, let's say you meet someone who really turns your head, and you find a best friend and somebody that you want to date and you get serious about. If that person drinks... Is that going to be a, a game changer for you? No. You know, it's really mm-hmm. funny is if that person smokes, that would be a game changer for me. Right. Yeah. I, just, I right. just don't like that smell. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But drink? No. I mean, because I've been to dinners, mm-hmm. outings mm-hmm. where, and people have said, hey, do you mind? Is this going to. No. It, Very good. You know, but I mean, and then of course I can't leave it alone. And as soon as they start drinking, boy, You're that like, sure looks good. Well, that's you. That's <laughs> part yeah, of you that, dealing. That's me. But it, uh, hopefully it breaks the ice and lets them know. Yeah, okay. It sure. would. I mean, I don't know that I would ever want it in the house, um, you know, because there was, it, it, it's up, you know, up here, as you know, there was a bottle of Cuervo. Um, and I didn't even know it existed behind the cabinet, but my radar immediately found it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sitting next to some right. cat food. Do you um, smell that? Yeah, it's. And I don't actually. Did they? Did somebody bring that up for hand sanitizer early on? I have no idea. Yeah, I doubt wink, it. wink. It's probably one of the sales guys <laughs> celebrating something. So, it's but, probably Glenn. But anyway, you know, and it. So I mean, it's there, and it doesn't bother me. It's not like I'm gonna go grab it or whatever. But when I see something like that, I do realize that that's the reason I don't want it in the house. That's the only place I really don't 
want it. That's yeah, good. Jody is, you know, anytime we go out to, you know, drink, uh, I'm sorry, anytime we go out to <laughs> eat, eat, if Jody wants to get something to drink I do. that's alcohol, and it's not a big deal. Yeah. But, um, you know, not not having it in the house is, you know, is important to me. But, um, you know, the other thing, shifting gears, so, uh, you know, our oldest daughter, uh, Taylor, went to a party where uh, she had some friends that were drinking, and... Um, they're of age, by the way. And um, so this one individual, as he is beginning to find out, he changes a little bit whenever he's been mm-hmm. drinking. And, of course, that's exactly what happens. Alcohol is a great alterer. You don't know yeah. what personality it is or is not going to bring in a people. It improves your personality. Right? And in, not you know, all. And just kidding. in this particular case, he becomes very combative. Wow. And, and it's interesting to me because in that group of these young adults who are of legal age and beginning to, you know, whatever, you know, experience alcohol and the parameters and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and as Taylor was explaining it to me, I'm like, you know, it's interesting. What I Knowing what I know now, and maybe I would have done this back then too, but, you know, if, if I know that somebody's going to become a certain way when they drink alcohol and it's predictable and it's not fair to other people, I'm not going to be around it. It's not mm-hmm. even, yeah. you know, no peer group is worth that to me. And if you're going to blame it on the alcohol, knowing what I know now, it's like, well, Don't you have it. the ability to decide whether that's mm-hmm. who you're going to be or not. You know right. what I mean? And and anybody else who's around it and allows it to continue to, to make it happen is what? An enabler yes. is really what they're doing. They're enabling that. And I'm not saying that this person is an alcoholic because I don't think that that is the case. It's the, but you're enabling behavior to continue that everybody will continue to be around. So the behavior itself is never going to change or yeah. he has no incentive to change that. And, um, but really what I was getting at is not about that situation as much as my response to that to realize, wow, I'm just. You know, some of those things that I've learned over the years now, I'm not going to waste any time around that. If I see somebody who's, mm. you know, any environment that somebody's going to drink in, you know, and it, it doesn't mean that I don't want the alcohol to be around me, but if there's behavior, I'm not going to have anything to do with that. I don't yeah. care who it is, family member, friend, or other, I'm not going to put myself in that situation because that is something that they could actually uh, control. But you know what I mean by control? They could do something about it, right? You yeah. know what I mean? They could. And so, um, Meaning that they don't have to drink and they don't have to be that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? They just don't so, know it yet. I don't right. think. No, that's too young. But it, you know, you know. But again, it's you know that's part of the process of going through. We're going through. It's my responsibility to make sure that you know I I set those boundaries for myself. I I, I have to admit too. I have had alcohol in the house. Oh yeah. But yeah. usually it's it, well usually it's always if I need a certain kind of a beer for to cook. a recipe. Wow, and you um, trust yourself around that's good, that just fine. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of stores now, the some of the specialty stores will sell you a beer, One. Mm-hmm. and you can get a beer. Now, there's times I've had to buy a six-pack, and I make it known to whoever's in the house, the kids, this is, you know, this is for me to make this. I'm giving the rest of this six-pack away to Mr. Whoever down the street. Sweet. Right. Just so they know, okay, I saw beer in the fridge. What's Dad up to? That's right. cool, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I feel like that's my... It's not a burden, but it's something I have to answer to for my family. And you want to. Yeah. That's good. Look, yeah. I don't think there's any wrong way to do it as long as you're true to yourself in it. I, I, I don't know, but... Uh, hey, kids, I'm California sober. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't try that on them this weekend. <laughs> Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.